is Crimson and Swan. You want to hear some more episodes? Join our YouTube channel at Doorway to Nightmare. And don't forget to subscribe. Hit that like button and tell all your friends. It lies in wait amidst your dreams where nothing is ever how it seems. It is a portal to a terrifying world beyond the doorway to Nightmare. Welcome. I'm your host, Artemis Black. Revenge is a rather common thought among people. I believe that we have all planned a delicious revenge against someone who has wronged us, whether the offense was true or not. It could be some momentary thought that dissipates as quickly as it came. In some cases, revenge is carefully thought out, planned, and eventually executed. Isn't Michael playing beautifully? Yes, my dear. I suppose that my money is being well spent. Of course it is, Arnold. We haven't had an empty seat in the theater since he started these concerts. And I suppose that you have been keeping him happy? I have been making sure that he has everything he needs, if that is what you mean. Of course, darling. We must make sure that Michael Mason is happy. Our mystery drama, The Hands of Mason, was written especially for Doorway to Nightmare by Winslow Swan and edited by Crimson McKenzie. Our stars include Mick Davis, Raven Adams, Crimson McKenzie, and Carter Sheriff. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Hi, it's Crimson. We're hoping you're enjoying these stories, and do you want to hear some more? Join us on our YouTube channel, Doorway to Nightmare, if you dare. Permit me now to introduce you to Michael Mason, a young concert pianist whose career has begun its climb to stardom. He began playing the piano at the age of five, and by the tender age of ten, was renowned as a prodigy. Now he is twenty-five, handsome, and beginning a series of performances at the concert hall. However, he is now at a rather cheap roadside hotel with someone he considers very special. That was wonderful. I love you, Heather. And I love you. However... Wait a second. Where are you going? I have to get back before Arnold gets home. But I thought you said he wouldn't be home until late tonight. I did. There is always the chance that he could return early. 
Besides, you have a concert to get ready for. <sighs> How long are we going to keep doing this? Doing what? Meeting like this? In some nondescript motel miles from the city? You know perfectly well why we have to do this, my love. Well, you could always divorce him. Yeah, and live on what? You know he made me sign a prenup. Yes, made you sign it. You could get an attorney to contest that, you know. Even if I tried, Arnold would hunt us down. We're taking a chance doing what we were doing now. And I see that you have another bruise. That was my fault. I fell in the bathroom yesterday. Mm, looks like a fist to me. Please, Michael. Let, let's just keep things the way that they are. How are your hands? <laughs> Didn't you get enough of them? I meant for playing. Uh, so did I. The piano. Playing the piano. <laughs> <laughs> They're fine. Seriously, though. At least think about leaving Arnold. Michael, it was his money that financed these concerts. I can't leave him. Not yet, anyway. Will I see you tonight at the theater? I'm gonna try to get Arnold to come with me. I love you, Heather. I really do. And I love you. We just have to be careful for at least a little while longer. You're late. I'm sorry, Mr. Richards, but traffic was a bear. Then you should have left earlier. Never mind. Sit down and tell me what you have. As you suggested, I began following your wife about a month ago because you were convinced that she was seeing someone. Yes, yes, get on with it. You weren't exactly sure who she was seeing. You had a few suspects in mind, four to be exact. To save a little time, I've labeled each person parties A, B, C, and D. Alright, can we hurry this along? Yes, sir. Now parties A and B, Mrs. Richards knew before, but had no contact with since marrying you. Party D, she has seen a few times, but those meetings appeared to be accidental. Possibly, but let's not rule him out just yet. Well, you may change your mind. Party C, the piano player, Mrs. Richards met while she was an actress in the Broadway stage play. He was a part of the orchestra about three years ago. According to my sources, they spent a lot of time together. Yes, I met her after that play closed. We married about six months later. I understand that she told you she didn't know him. Well, that was definitely a lie. I followed her last week to a small motel where she met this young man. Would you like to see the pictures? That won't be necessary. Yes, Michael Mason. If you want me to keep on the job, I will. No, it's time for more decisive action. I don't understand. You're not supposed to. For now, you can collect your fee from my secretary and then forget the whole case. Very good, Mr. Richards. I'll forget the whole thing. I'm very good at that. Brandon, is it you? Just hit the start button. Very good. Michael Mason is playing tonight at the concert hall. I'm sure Heather will want to go. It should end around 10. 
Meet me at the rear entrance. I have a special job that will require your services. Oh, and Brandon, make sure you bring the dull bladed axe. <laughs> Someone once said that if a man steals your wife, the best revenge is to let him keep her. However, Arnold Richards has something more sinister in mind. Let's find out as we return with Act 2 shortly. Hi, it's Crimson. And Swan. You want to hear some more episodes? Join our YouTube channel at Doorway to Nightmare. And don't forget to subscribe, hit that like button, and tell all your friends. Film director Alfred Hitchcock once said that revenge is sweet and non-fattening. However, revenge can also have dire consequences. I'm so happy that you decided to come tonight, Arnold. Isn't Michael wonderful? Yes, he plays very well. I can't thank you enough for financing these concerts. Look, not an empty seat in the house. Who knew that there were this many fans of classical music? The arts have always drawn an eclectic crowd, Arnold. As I have tried to explain to you... I told you, my dear, that your life as an actress is far behind you. Yes, Arnold. You told me. Where are you going? I'm a little tired this evening, Arnold. Um, I'm going home. Are you coming? I'll be there in a little while. I have something important to do. I noticed Brandon by the car. Whose head are you going to bash in tonight? <laughs> Nothing as dramatic as that. No, I just have to make a few cuts in the budget. Mr. Mason, over here. Mr. Richards? A very nice concert, Mr. Mason. Oh, I didn't even know that you were there. <laughs> Yes, Heather insisted. Well, I'm glad that you and Ms. Richards were able to make it. She seems very fond of you. Well, if it wasn't for Heather and, of course, your generosity, well, these concerts would have never have happened. I understand that your agent is planning a tour for you. Is that right? It is very much in the planning stages, yes. I suppose that you would want my wife to help with the planning. Well, it would be nice, but I think it would be an imposition. I barely know her. You seem to know her well enough. You called her by her first name. Um, did I? Yes, you did. Have you met my driver, Brandon? Uh, uh, Mr. Richards. I I'm sure that you want to get home. It's, it's, it's getting late. Oh, no. I insist that you meet Brandon. Hey, what is this? You and Heather have been discovered. There is something that you should have been told about me. I'm surprised Heather didn't tell you. What is mine is mine to keep at any cost. Get off of me. Take your hands off of me. 
Hey, <laughs> w- what are you doing with that axe? Brandon, would you mind holding Mr. Mason down and stretching out his arms? What are you going to... Oh, no. No! <laughs> the edge of this blade is dull. Very dull. In other words, this is going to be very, very painful. No! Good morning, darling. How did you sleep? Arnold! Arnold, how could you? What are you talking about? You know damn well what I'm talking about. I'm completely in the dark, darling. You killed him! Whom did I kill? Michael! You killed him! It's in the papers this morning. His body was found outside the theater. And it specifically named me as the murderer? Of course not! But I know it was you. But you didn't just kill him. You cut off his hands. His beautiful hands! Sounds like something that is gang-related. Perhaps our young pianist was in debt to someone. You know that isn't true. You killed him because you thought that I was seeing him. But weren't you? Darling. Now, don't try to deny it. I hired a private detective, and he brought me some rather interesting pictures. You didn't have to kill him! Now why would I kill him? As you said, the theater was selling out every concert. Without him, I would lose a lot of money. I had no reason to kill him. You... you did kill him! You're insane! Only about certain things, my dear. You know perfectly well that what is mine, I aim to keep. Then... then you did kill him! You cut off his... his... his hands? And then you left him there to bleed to death, all alone? I can assure you, my dear, that I had nothing to do with it. I could kill you. Michael was warm, caring, and loving. He was everything that you're not. Somehow, some way, you will get what's coming to you. And just where do you think that you are going? Somewhere. Anywhere. Away from you! So, you're leaving me. I should have done it a long time ago. When I found out just how cruel and heartless you could be. Face the facts, Heather. You married me for my money because you could not make it as an (laughs) actress. I hate you. I hate you. Do you hear me? I hate you. Heather, come back here. Come back here. What's that? I must have left the radio on. No matter. It's a rather nice piece of music. And it sounds so familiar. (laughs) And so, Heather, you have left me. You will find it very hard to get along in this world penniless. That's funny. It wasn't the radio. Oh, wait. Perhaps I had it on a timer and it finally shut itself off. that. You 
evil is always devising more corrosive misery through man's restless need to exact his revenge out of hate, said Ralph Steadman. But evil comes in many forms and out of many situations, and sometimes from beyond the grave. I'll be back shortly with Act 3. If you're enjoying these stories, come over to our YouTube channel, Doorway to Nightmare, where we add a few pics to color your imagination. See the faces behind the voices, too. Come on, you know you want to. Arnold Richards finds himself alone since his wife, Heather, has left him. Even with murder on his hands, he still plots a revenge against Heather. A lovely theater. It really is. Too bad we have to burn it down. Isn't that right, Brandon? You know what to do. <laughs> such a fine piano. It's a shame it also has to perish in the fire. At least I'll recoup my losses through the insurance. Oh. What was that? Brandon, are you okay? <gasps> my god! Brandon! Your hands! They've been... cut off! Light almost hit me. I've got to get out of here. Brandon, dead. His hands, completely cut off. And the piano. I'm going crazy. A hand on the seat next to me. No! Get away! Ah! Another hand! No! Stop it! No! Get off of me! The hands! Mason's hands! Help! No! No! You need to go home. Go. Go on. Yes, I'll put your treat out for later. Okay. Let's see what Mother's gonna gripe about today. Okay. What? Police are baffled at the accident scene that caused the death of Arnold Richards, prominent businessman. Witnesses report that Mr. Richards was driving erratically before crossing the center line and flipping his car several times? 
His driver, Mr. Brandon Curtis, was found dead at the theater that was recently the scene of another tragic murder? The death of Mr. Michael Mason, concert pianist. The strangest part of the case was that all three victims' hands had been removed and not been recovered? Arnold Richards is survived by his loving wife, Heather Richards. <laughs> loving wife. Heather Richards. As our curtain closes, I'm reminded of a line from Shakespeare. Vengeance is in my heart, death in my hand, blood and revenge are hammering in my head. I'll return shortly with a final word. If you're liking these shows, check out our other episodes on our YouTube channel, Doorway to Nightmare. There's also some previews of Swan's audiobooks on there as well. Come join us. Someone once said that if you seek revenge, dig two graves, one for yourself. I believe what Frank Sinatra once said, the best revenge is massive success. Our cast included Mick Davis, Raven Adams, Crimson McKenzie, and Carter Sheriff. The story was edited by Crimson McKenzie, and the production was directed by Winslow Swan. And now, a preview of our next tale. It is intolerable. I am nothing more than a... a morning cereal. But, Master, you are the Prince of Darkness. You are the ruler of the underworld. And now everyone only laughs at me. Laughs at me! I have been maligned for far too long. It is time for the public to be truly scared. This is your host, Artemis Black inviting you to return with us through the doorway to nightmare for another adventure into the world of your terrifying imagination. Until next time, slumber peacefully. Epilogue, the butler.